0: welcome back to State of Mind. I'm Grace Kingswell and I'm a nutritional therapist, cold water lover, auricular acupuncturist and breathwork coach. This is my podcast series all about health, nutrition, lifestyle medicine, sustainability and so much more. Before we get into this episode with Ariane, I quickly want to tell you about my new ebook, The Seven Day Reset Plan, which launched on the 1st of January. It's a no fuss, no bliss ball, no green smoothie approach to health just real food that's honestly good for you. The plan includes lots of lifestyle advice along the lines of sleep, light, gut health, circadian rhythms and mindset, plus a collection of recipes that are aimed at calming inflammation and supporting gut health and energy levels. Head to my website, gracekingswell.com to find out more. So today I'm talking to the wonderful Ariane from F Toxins, a polite abbreviation for something we should all be doing, putting our middle fingers up at the sources of toxicity in our lives. One of these main sources is our cosmetic products, and that's what Ariane and her sister Delphine focus on with their blog and their Instagram page. But they are also incredibly knowledgeable about the dangers surrounding EMFs, as emitted by all our electronic devices, air quality, supplements, materials we commonly use in our kitchens like aluminium and plastic, and so much more. The girls provide safer swaps for their followers, which is, I think, why they are so successful at what they do. They aren't just explaining what the chemicals in your kitchen cleaner do and telling you not to use it. They're actually giving you a healthier alternative that's priced similarly and works just as well. I absolutely love the concept behind F-toxins and in this episode we talk a lot about cosmetics, moisturisers, what you should and shouldn't use on your skin, and why it's so important not to rub petroleum all over your body. Yes, most moisturisers are made from petroleum which comes from petrol. As ever, if you enjoyed this episode then you can support me and my little podcast by sharing it to your Instagram stories and also by leaving a rave review on the Apple Podcasts app. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the episode. Welcome Ariane to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. I've been stalking you on Instagram for For such a long time. That's what we like to hear. And I was like, I just really, really need to talk to this girl um, because I love everything you're doing. Thank you. Before we get into that, Mm -hmm. I always start uh, with the same question for everyone, Yep. which is what is the last thing you did that positively impacted your health?
1: Um, so this is the last thing I've started recently, but I do actually think now that everyone should do this first on their healing wellness journey. Um, and that's find a nervous system focused chiropractor. Um, so I've been going niche. I love it. Yeah. Super niche. I'm not into cracking and like clicking. I don't want anyone doing that to me. Um, so nervous system based is very, it's very, um, it's soft and sensitive and, the effects have just been tangible. I've taken my mom and my sister now and I'm telling everyone who will listen to go find someone. Um, it basically just works on the premise that your body can heal itself, which I completely 100% believe and you're nodding away so I know you agree with me. Um, and it's just, it just gets all these like um, blocks your body might be holding whether they be emotional or physical, it just works on releasing them. And you do feel so much calmer, I feel so much softer since doing it. Um, I'm sleeping better. It's just, it's amazing. And I think, I mean, they say that it'll help everything you then take supplement-wise and nutrition-wise work even better. Um, So that's why I would say if anyone is just on their beginning journey, on the beginning of their journey to health, Hmm. to seek that out first before anything else.
0: And so if it's not the kind of cracking and stuff that Mm -hmm. we're used to with chiropractors, what do they use, like massage or acupressure points or how does it work?
1: Yeah, so there's definitely... There's some times when she'll hold a point quite strongly. Um, but if anyone's ever been to an osteopath, it's very similar to that. Um, yeah, very, very similar to that. But obviously the movements are slightly different. But it, it is that soft and that non-invasive, which mm. for me is really important. Mm. Um it's so relaxing. Actually, I love getting massages, but I find that when I go to my Cairo, that's way more relaxing than any massage I've ever had, Yeah, which shocks me. I wasn't expecting that at all. But I'm lying there, and she's doing whatever she's doing, and I'm just melting away, and it's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, so I love it. It's like a treat for me now.
0: Um, So let's dive into everything that you're doing with F-toxins. Yeah. Um, can you just give us a little bit of background to how you've grown – firstly your platform and secondly yeah. you know the message how did you start off on this journey what is it all about all of that stuff?
1: Mm-hmm. So Dolphin and I who I run the blog with my little sister uh, we grew up in quite a holistic household it's nothing the way it is now but our mum would sort of treat our childhood illnesses with homeopathy and supplements and nutrition um, so we always grew up kind of quote-unquote the weirdos in schools you know like no one really understood our lives I know how that feels yeah yeah it's an an interesting way to grow up and at the time you hate it but now like when we tell our story everyone's like oh my god that's so cool so it's paid off now um so we always had we're always conscious of another way of living um and then so we grew up that way and then obviously teen years early 20s I rebelled like I was wearing loads of mac makeup like drinking a lot like not drinking lots of Coke and just not caring about what I was eating. Um, My poor mother had to watch us go through this phase, but I'm sure she had faith that she knew we'd bounce back and we did. Um, So then I I guess I must've read an article somewhere or seen something online that mentioned the um, ingredients in our makeup. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting. Let me have a look um so I started researching and it is it is a rabbit hole like once you're like okay let's look at this one ingredient okay that might not be great there are good alternatives okay so let's switch that one up and then you just keep going keep going keep going until you are where I am now which is I have literally nothing that could be remotely considered a toxin in my house Mm. um dolphins the same my mum's the same um so it has taken years to get to this point. I think sometimes people look at us and they're like, oh my gosh, we can never live like you. But it's like, you won't be able to live like me tomorrow. Like it's a, it's a process. Mm. Um, so with F-toxins, we really started it because our friends and family kept asking us for advice on like, oh, like a good natural lipstick or this and that. And it just got like, okay, let's just make a platform and put everything down that we know and we can just send them there and they can stop annoying us. Um, but then it just grew and grew and grew and now it's, you know, we have nearly 10,000 Instagram followers which is something we never even considered happening. Uh, we have people messaging us every day and it's just a lovely little community we've built now and we are making a difference in people's lives. We get people, you know, who are going through cancer treatment and we've helped them find like a skincare routine that's the most gentle you could find and they're no, no longer suffering with dry skin and, you know, we're really making a difference in people's lives and then we didn't expect that either. We were like, we'll just tell you what a good lipstick is or a good Mm. eyeshadow is. Like it was very, very shallow when we started, if I'm honest. Very, Mm. very basic. um, Very on the surface. But now we're literally changing people's lives and people are connecting um, through our platform as well and making friendships. And it's just just a really lovely, safe space, we hope, for people to just ask
0: questions. I think that whole idea of on the surface is really Mm -hmm. interesting because obviously makeup is something that women we apply to change what we look like on the surface but we I think so few people have the knowledge and the understanding that what you put on your skin is so much more than just surface based Mm -hmm. you know the skin is absorbent and it will take in whatever you put on it so it's interesting how something that we just put on the surface to change literally physical appearance appearance Mm -hmm. is having much more profound effects and I think the more people are understanding it, the more they want to change their routine because they understand so much more that actually nothing is surface level. And it goes, it's the same for like um, drug treatments, you know, everything yes. everything in the Western world is to treat a symptom, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's not to treat the root cause. Yeah, exactly. Um, How did you find that transition when you were kind of beginning your journey, like, where was the first place you started? Was it with your like foundation or was it with, oh my gosh, I need to change the things I'm using to clean my house, for example?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, we never, we, I, to this day, I still don't wear foundation. foundation. Um, I think for me, the first thing I did, I picked up two Ilya multi-sticks. Um, and to this day, they're a brand that I love. And it, for me, it was more like, let's just see if it works as well as, uh, what would I have been using at the time? Mac or Bobby Brown or or you know one of those brands I would have been using and and they did they worked just as well they looked just as good and I knew that I was avoiding certain toxins that were in those other brands so I thought oh why not they cost the same also mm. I was like oh it's kind of it's a no brainer I'll just use natural makeup and that's fine um so this was this was over a decade ago and there were some products I couldn't find at that time that were natural, like for example, a good eyeliner, a good mascara, um, even a good lipstick at the time I couldn't find, so I didn't swap there and then because something that's important to us at F Toxins is um, performance. We won't ever tell you or suggest a, a swap that doesn't work as well. We don't believe in that. And then we also know it's gonna put people off going natural if we're like, oh, try this lipstick and it falls off the moment you put on. People mm. just you know, dismiss organic altogether. Um, So it's important to us that everything we use is just as effective as the mainstream products. Um, So yeah, I started with my blush and then as more things came to market, every time I ran out of my mascara, I would go get a natural one. And that's what we suggest people to do too, is like don't necessarily throw everything away and go and buy everything new like just as you need a new mascara or as you need a new lipstick or as you need a new blush instead of going to what you would normally go just find a natural organic alternative and that way your bank account doesn't feel it you know you as a woman and everything you love doesn't necessarily feel it because it's one change at a time um it's just way more sustainable that way as well
0: Mm. and I guess it wasn't too much of a leap to move on from that to kind of then think about oh my gosh like what are all the other aspects of my life Mm -hmm. in which I could make these changes yeah and on a personal level like I'm just so excited for this conversation because there's so many questions that I have Mm -hmm. I'm I think I'm probably like a lot of women out there Mm -hmm. now who are kind of this way aligned or this way inclined let's say I've made so many swaps but then there are some things where I'm just like the natural version just doesn't work as well. And I think the biggest area for me is, like, household cleaning stuff. Okay. Like, I know that um, I'd be very happy to clean the whole house with, like, vinegar, like, white, uh, spirit vinegar and stuff. But then my husband is like, wow, this really stinks. And then if he's doing the cleaning, he's like, it doesn't work as well. Like, mm-hmm. give me the sift or whatever. Yeah. Um. Did you find that difficult? Were you Were you kind of frustrated that things weren't, like, as effective? Or was it just kind of a no-brainer for you to use because I sorry I'm like rambling but no, no, go for there was it. a post you did the other day about methods. yes um and that was so interesting to me because I mean we all fall victim to marketing don't we and Absolutely. I've got like method shower spray upstairs mm-hmm. in my bathroom I had that too for a long time yeah. yeah and I was like oh thank goodness like something that works it's also like not mm-hmm. too toxic and then I read your Instagram post and I was like oh for goodness sake sorry like, guys now sorry, everyone. I've got to like find something else so <laughs> yeah how have you coped with that kind of, like, oh, gosh, like, another thing feeling?
1: Yeah. I'm um, trying to think back. I'm way past that now. Now I'm very much, like, if it... If it um, like, what do you use to clean so your So I use home? a brand called BioD. Okay. And they are a family company based in the UK, so I love that it's local to us and it's, you know, small business. Um, and I use them for everything now, including my laundry. And I think they work really, really well. Mm. Like, really, really well. Um... The one thing I do use, and I only use it once a month, I still have a bottle of, like, bleach that I'll put down my toilet. But just once a month, like, yeah. I'll use, like, a, a cleaner, more natural toilet cleaner, you know, every other time. But Daphne doesn't do that. She's very, like, no, I don't want to be contributing to the water, like, pollution, mm. which, which I respect. But for me, for some reason, I just think, no, I like to do that once a month. Yeah. Um, But for everything else, I just think, yeah, I think it's fine. I don't feel like I spend any extra time cleaning. I don't feel like I spend even any extra energy cleaning using those products. I would say that obviously if you're not cleaning for two weeks at a time and there's buildup and maybe you either need stronger products or maybe more elbow grease. Um
0: but dust and dirt is not good for your health, so you shouldn't do that anyway. Yeah. um, In London, yeah. I, f- I feel like everything gets covered in a layer of dust within a day of me doing the dusting.
1: 100%. Sometimes I'm like, why do I even bother? Like, it's just going to get dusty again. Completely. Um, But yeah, no, BioD, 100% recommend them. And they're refillable, so they're super eco as well. Um, Yeah. And then, like you said, vinegar, baking soda. Mm. For a, a stovetop, countertop, like that's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Um I'll clean anything with that. If it needs a bit of extra help, I'll just sprinkle some some bicarb on it and then spray the Biod multi-spray, multi-use spray, I think it's called, and it's it's good to go.
0: So we're talking about toxins mm-hmm. here. And I guess maybe I should have asked you this to begin with, and for you know, listeners that are kind of tuning in and stuff. Can we go back and discuss why? You are so anti toxins. You know what they are. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, What is a toxin, for Mm -hmm. example? So I guess you could describe a toxin as a
1: potentially harmful synthetic chemical. Um, I say potential because we're all so different. Like some put like someone could use something that I would avoid every day for the rest of their lives, and it makes no difference. Mm. But for me, like I'm quite a cautious person. If if there's a potential that it could cause harm to myself or someone I love, like my family, I will cut it out of my life and make sure they cut it out of theirs. Um, there's also, there are just so many, but I basically, our bodies are attacked so often. We just step out the house, there's pollution, there's EMFs, there's, you know, God knows what else in the water and the air. Um, so we are like low key being slightly poisoned every day. And that's, Mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do about that. I don't, you know, I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to cry about it. I don't want to stress people out about it, but it's just a fact in today's world. So for me, I'm like, if that's true, then why would you not control the toxins that you are being exposed to in your own home? Um, Again, for me, it was like a no brainer. The way my brain works is like, that's just logical sense to do that. It's Mm -hmm. like, let's just minimize what we can and not worry about what we can't. Um, so that's how I feel about that. But then also like we've got a strong emphasis on bio-individuality of toxins. Like we're very much like, this is just what works for us. It might not work for you. Um, like a great example of that for me would be that things like rosehip oil, which is this miracle oil. My skin doesn't like it. Same with like green tea and matcha. My body doesn't react to it well. So, in that sense, those things could be considered toxins to my body, for me. Um, So I don't want to overwhelm listeners with all this information, but you have two camps, you have the toxins that are kind of bad for everyone, but might not necessarily have an effect. And you've got the toxins that are good for 99% of people, but aren't good for you. Mm. And you very much have to kind of get in get in contact with your body and like read the signs. Like as soon as I use rose hip, like my skin, I could just feel that it didn't, it didn't like it. Same with green tea. Like sometimes I have it because, you know, it's so good for you and I'm still in that mindset. I was like, no, it's good for me. It's good mm. for me. And I'll have it and my I'll just feel like trash and my body will feel sluggish. And I'm like, I just have to accept it's not good for me. Like Yeah,
0: yeah. I think so yeah. much of this is is overcoming the current wellness dialogue mm-hmm. isn't it it's yeah. it's really tuning into what works for you and your body and actually being confident enough to say i'm going to do this slightly weird thing and yeah. i don't really mind you know how people look at me um that's definitely something that i have come to terms with in my journey i think when i like i've always known that skincare should be natural what we put on our skin should be natural and from a naturopathic point of view which is you know the profession that i mm-hmm. now practice i know that your skin is one of our biggest eliminative organs. So yeah. by putting stuff on it, you're just hindering the process. Um, and whatever you put on your skin will eventually make its way to your liver for detoxifying. And I always think of like the liver as being this bucket and we put stuff in it every day, whether that's air pollution, whether that's um, fluoride in our water, whether that's stress, whether that's mm-hmm. bad food affecting your gut um, bacteria to then go and put excess stuff on it, whether it's like a chemical moisturizer or whatever. When I was kind of at my worst state of you know, being unwell, I just, it was like that bucket was just overflowing on a daily basis. And I had all of these reactions on my skin. I had swelling, I had itching, I had inflammation. And then every time I went to the countryside, stuff would calm down because I was getting rid of, let's say like the air pollution. And it made me realise like, wow, I really need to just scale back on like all of the toxins that are around me. And I got to a stage where I really felt like the only thing that was going to make me better was to move out of London because I was so fixated on London being the issue. But when I started to remove other sources of toxicity from my life, things just miraculously started to change. And I'm the same as you. I started with skincare and then moved on to other bits. And it's been like an up and down journey. And I'd say that I've kind of like gone backwards recently because my health's got better. I've, I've kind of been like, oh, I'm just going to use this bleach Interesting. to clean my <laughs> bathroom. Or, oh, I'm just going to get some Sif cream cleaner again because it's like so good on the stovetop. Mm. Um, but one of the hardest things, and I still haven't managed to swap it out, is moisturizer for someone that has really dry skin. So I suffer with a little bit of eczema. Mm-hmm. And when it was at its worst, I went cold turkey on um, chemical moisturizers. I was like, I can't put this stuff on my skin anymore. I was also using like hydrocortisone cream. So I was like, no more, no more. But I still haven't found a moisturizer that's as good as what I use, which is Aveeno. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at I'm hoping you can tell us about petroleum because if you look at Vaseline for example if you look at any um emollient moisturizer or like pretty much any moisturizer that you'd go and buy in boots one of the key ingredients is um like paraffin or liquid paraffin quite often it has yeah, petrol
1: mineral oil and things like yeah,
0: that. yeah and am I right in saying that those act as like a physical barrier on the skin so it it's um sits on top of your skin to kind of like lock moisture in and also doesn't let anything out at the same time. Mm -hmm. And because I have really dry skin on my wrists, I often find that that's the only thing that stops them being chronically dry. Like I'll put a natural moisturizer on and then within 10 minutes it feels like I haven't even moisturized at all.
1: Yeah. So I would change the word being to looking. So it stops them looking chronically dry. But whether you would know if it was working because you wouldn't have to use it every day. Yeah. That makes sense. So petroleum and this is one of my most like creme de la mer creme de la mer is a 100 pounds a pot it is mainly made out of vaseline essentially
0: no way yeah
1: so people and i fell for it like my mom had a pot um this was years and years ago and i remember i used to sneak into the bathroom and like borrow it because i was like oh my gosh this stuff's amazing and then once i figured sort of you know skincare out i looked at it and i was like people are spending over a 100 pounds they might as well be buying Vaseline, like and genuinely, it, for like the the ingredients.
0: And does it come, like this is probably the stupidest question, it comes from petrol. Yes, it comes from petrol. The stuff that we um, put into our cars. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's been refined. Um,
1: but yeah, so basically what it does on the skin is it will put a layer on it. So yes, it looks moisturised, but essentially it stops the skin absorbing any moisture in the air. And healthy, healthy skin in your average sort of climate, will just draw moisture from the air and that mm. will be enough but petroleum does lock lock it in so it also breaks down like your skin is going to stop producing collagen it's going to stop all the processes that it needs to be healthy so again if you're putting this on your face every day collagen is like one of the main things you need to keep fine lines and wrinkles away and keep looking, mm. you know plump and and youthful um it's just it's just going to do the opposite of what everyone. Thinks it's gonna do mm. um which drives me mad and there's another reason why I'm quite and I understand why people wear foundation um but I would say that the goal is to reach a skin that you're happy enough with that you don't need foundation every day because even mm. again like natural organic foundation it's still a layer of on your skin that's there all day mm. and um you know in the same way it's you I'm very about holistically like as little things as possible, basically quite minimalist, I guess in yeah. my, in my skincare, at least like I don't wash my face in the mornings. Um, if I haven't gone to the gym or put makeup on all day, I won't wash it at night either. Like I'm very like less fair, like it knows what to do. When you either give it what it
0: needs or just leave it alone, like literally just leave it alone. Yeah. Do you wash it with water? Do you mean you just don't use any kind of cleanser, or do you? you I won't even rinse
1: it. If I say I'm not washing it, I won't even rinse my
0: face. And like, just for everyone listening, Mm -hmm. Ariane, I'm (laughs) looking at her right now, and you have gorgeous skin. Like,
1: thank you. And
0: to me, it's like, what? You don't wash your face? No, I don't wash it every day.
1: It's just again, we have to understand that everything we've been taught. We've been taught by marketers who want yeah, to make totally. money. So of course they're going to say use our product once twice a day because then you're going to buy it. You know, you're going to need to buy a new bottle every month. Um, and yeah, I just feel like a lot of the process of of wellness and and, and just having that sense of well-being is unlearning. There is so much that I had, So I'm still unlearning to this day. Mm. And anyone who's beginning their journey instead of trying to learn everything, I would say unlearn everything you've been told. Question everything you've been told. Like, make the assumption it's a lie. Live like it's everything you know is a lie and do everything backwards and just see what happens. Like, just see how your body reacts, see how your skin reacts, like, see how your hair reacts to it. Mm. There will be an uncomfortable two weeks, three weeks, I'm not going to lie. Like, you might feel, your skin might feel dirty or, you know, you might break out. But these toxins, as you said Your skin releases toxins. It's got to come out through the skin. It's got to come out some some way. Um, So I'm not saying it's going to be this magical journey, you know, that you're going to love. It's going to be a hard few weeks, especially if you've been using these products for decades. Yeah. But it's so worth it on the other side, like so worth it.
0: So can you talk us through your skin routine? Mm -hmm.
1: So I wake up, I will not wash it. I won't even rinse my face um, with water. If I am, that's another thing. You need a filter in your in your shower. Um, mm. just filter water for everything. Um, so in my skincare routine, I will, yeah. So I won't even really rinse it in the shower, and then when I get out, I'll spritz like a um a face mist on, and then I will put a couple drops of hyaluronic acid serum, and then some oil on my in my hands. Rub it, warm it up a bit, and just apply it to my skin. That's my skincare routine in the morning. Um, And then in the evening, if I have worn makeup or gotten sweaty at the gym, I'll just use a cleanser, put on an oil and go to bed. Super, super simple. Yeah.
0: And what are some of your favorite brands, like natural, organic brands? Um, I love Evolve. So the Hyaluronic Serum. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that I I use every day is from Evolve. I actually don't know what I would do without it now. Mm. I genuinely don't know. It's amazing. Um, For oils, I use... I've got their oil, but you could just buy like an organic bottle of jojoba oil. Mm. Use it on your face, your skin, out, sh- straight out the shower. I'll just put oil on my wet skin. Um, I don't even towel dry. I literally out the shower, like lock in true moisture yeah. with the water. Walk around with the oil on naked for a bit while yeah. you're drying. I live alone, so it's fine. <laughs> I can do that. Um, very, very basic. Like you don't need to spend
0: hundreds of pounds on skincare like it's so unnecessary mm. cuz obviously so unnecessary. like the natural brands mm-hmm. although they they care way more about the health of our skin they're out to make a profit as well so there's of course going to be marketing surrounding those brands presumably like yeah. use this twice a day or mm-hmm. buy this and some of them are really expensive and i think for a lot of people that's probably the deciding factor it's yeah. like you can either buy this face wash from a high street pharmacist for like less than five pounds mm-hmm. or you can buy this glass you know amber glass jar of cleansing balm for 25 it's like well <laughs> yeah 100%
1: like I was gonna call myself cheap I'm quite thrifty mm. um so again when we started and we're obviously in a very blessed position now where we do get a lot sent to us but when mm. we started and we were just buying the products ourselves to review um there's a brand called Levera
0: yeah, I saw. Yes. Having watched your daily makeup tutorial, mm-hmm. I switched to their brow, um, like brow gel. Yes, it's, wearing it right now. It's amazing. Yes, and it's
1: it's a, what I don't even. It's like ten pounds, under yeah. ten pounds, maybe. Um, so there are brands that are natural and affordable. Mm-hmm. And then if if anyone goes on our Instagram page, all our swaps, most of our swaps, we make sure that our altern- our natural alternatives, are always in the same price bracket as what we are. Um, repl- uh, recommending you replace mm. there's a few things like natural sunscreen that will cost you more and we haven't found a way around that
0: yeah.
1: Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that will cost you more and uh, I can't, I think it's ma- mainly natural sunscreen
0: yeah, uh, To the sunscreen thing for me is a really interesting one because I'm super interested in light mm-hmm. and um, this like toxic lighting crisis yeah. that we're currently living in and actually not enough of us are getting sun on our skin. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, now, this might sound really, like, crazy, but I don't wear sunscreen and I will go in the sun. And I don't wear sunglasses and I will go in the sun because it's so crucial. Like, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievably crucial to our mitochondria function, to our energy synthesis, to healing, like, getting the red light in. Um, I might wear, like, an SPF 15, like, zinc something if I'm like in Australia but Mm -hmm. yeah I've kind of cut it out and my skin's actually so much happier because sunscreen is like unbelievably clogging I always find my pores even if it's like a you know supposed to be a a better one Mm -hmm. um But I think there's a lot of fear mongering. Obviously, like, don't burn, you know, just like seek shade. But there's a lot of fear mongering, I think, when it comes to sun exposure. And like, we've been told that we're going to get wrinkles if we don't wear sunscreen and all this stuff. And I just think, just like, live a bit, you know? Like, I actually don't, if I get wrinkles, like, I don't, so what? If I'm healthy? Yeah, there's worse things that can happen. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, I actually did a post on this in the summer and got absolutely crucified.
0: Really? Yeah, so I obviously,
1: I never wear sunscreen. Again, never so like you say in Australia or if I'm in the sun consistently between 11 and 3, wherever I am in the world, I will apply factor 15. I mm. never go above that. Mm. But yeah, I you know that everyone's like you have to wear sunscreen or you're going to age. I so I'm 34 and I got cold, I got told I look 22 on on Sunday. I was about to say
0: like Oh my god.
1: I never wear sunscreen. Never ever. Even in the summertime, I don't put it on my face. I don't even own a face sunscreen. Mm. And I haven't for years. And I'm the same as you like the sun is so healing. Take the sun away and see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's the source of life. For, it is. For everything.
1: Yeah, so I did I did a post on this and then I was told I was going to die and that I was going to get cancer oh my gosh. and that I was going to be responsible for people dying and I was like I just said you don't need to wear it as often as, as mm. you're told you do. Um, and also, yeah, sunglasses. I haven't worn sunglasses one day this summer. Mm. And it hurt my eyes the first few days. I was like, you I can't believe I've become so dependent on these sunglasses. Um, but yeah, I've not wore, I haven't even taken them out once this summer. Yeah. And I love it.
0: Yeah. For and anyone, I'm not blind yet. No. If, yeah. If, if anything, like your eyesight's probably better. 100%. Um, I'm just trying to remember the name of the podcast that I listened to that was super interesting on all of this, but I will link it in the show notes for anyone that's interested in light and sun exposure. Um, I'm trying, one thing I'm trying to do is see the sunrise more Yes, because it's like the most, in terms of like light frequencies, it's the most healing. You get all the red light, mm-hmm. also sunset, but sunrise is great. Cause you can kind of get up early. Um, I th- was it a Zach Bush podcast? No. I'll find it and link it for people, but um okay, so one main question that I have is obviously the name of the blog and everything you're doing is like fuck toxins. Mm-hmm. Can we ever truly fuck toxins while still living in London? Like, is it do you get like you were saying earlier, like, do you feel demoralised by it? Do you feel like you can ever win this battle? Or is it just there's so much around you on a daily basis that it's kind of just this quagmire of toxicity that whenever we're we're all never going to escape from Mm -hmm. I
1: do have my moments when I'm like you get down (laughs) yeah like not even like why am I bothering because I couldn't live any other way now but I'm like I just want to stop being attacked by everything Mm. um the more you research like you know I, I I'm a believer in chemtrails and I know people are going like oh she's a crazy conspiracy theorist but
0: do you want to just explain chemtrails for
1: chemtrails so basically um when you look up to the sky and you see these straight lines of clouds nature doesn't really create these these clouds they've been put i believe they've been put there purposefully um and they're full of like toxic chemicals um and again i don't want to go too deep into it you can you you know the reasons for why they do this, or what they might do to us. That's, but you know they are full of like even just heavy metals mm. at the most basic level. Heavy metals are so destructive to you. Mm. They'll could give you cancer. They'll Alzheimer's, dementia, like God no infertility, like so many issues. Um, which is why you shouldn't wear deodorant with aluminium in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just add that in. And also fish is but yeah really you're contaminated with heavy metals.
1: Exactly, it's in our soil. So I obviously buy organic everything but i'm not you know blind to the fact that you know the pesticides and herbicides they they travel in the air like if you're believing chemtrails they're putting this stuff in our soil like even organic produce i'm eating it and i I still supplement even though i eat really well i still mm-hmm. supplement because the nutrition the nutritional value in our food is just not what it was um I've completely gone off track. You're asking about toxins in the city. And now I'm like chemtrails. Um, but regarding living in London, I don't think you need to move out of the city to live a healthy life. Um, in fact, you you know, anyone who's ever driven towards the countryside, you see all these electricity poles everywhere. So there's nowhere you can really go to avoid it. Um, I live in London. You live in London. You know, I travelled across London to come see you here. And... It's fine because when we go home, it's our safe space. You know, where, while you sleep, turn off your Wi-Fi. Make sure there's no electronics in your in your bedroom. Like, if you clean your sheets with um with like good cleaning products, like you can have that seven eight hours when your your body's really recovering. Mm. Assuming there's nothing in your bedroom that shouldn't be there, like your body can recover. I believe we were made we were made strong. Um, our bodies are strong. They they can. They can survive a lot. You know, it's crazy what our bodies can survive. I, c- I think we should probably be dead by now, this whole, because you think, like, <laughs> no, but, like, you see how much, like, poison's in the air, like, constantly. Like, it's crazy that we've adapted to survive these things. Mm. Um, and we will continue to, to survive these things. But I would say just help yourself out by, by cleaning up your house and your beauty routine and, and, you know, what you eat. And, you know, especially if you've got kids. Mm-hmm. Like my heart breaks for kids nowadays. I was walking in my in my local park, and I've seen they've put um, a five G mobile phone towel on top of on top of a high rise building, a flats, and I my heart just broke for all the kids that live in that home, because yeah, they might not get childhood cancer, but they might get cancer in, in two in two decades time. They might try to have babies soon, and they're you know why is infertility going up so much? Why are cancer rates going up morning, so yeah. much? Yeah, it's horrifying. Like you know, not to be too controversial, but even vaccines, yeah, your child might not have an instant reaction, but are they going to be infertile in 20 years? Like the science hasn't, it hasn't been looked at. They Mm. haven't done these, every um, vaccine insert you look at, they state it has not been tested for the reaction it has on um, fertility rates. Like they say it there in in the box. Mm. And so, you know, there's so many like factors at play and I just think people need to, to make informed decisions, which is really like all we're about, is like if you read what's in your lipstick and you read the risks, and you still want to go ahead with it,
0: more power to you. And also, lipstick on like a very basic level is—I mean, so you you lick that off your lips anyway. You eat it. That's 100%. going straight into your body.
1: Hundred percent. And you know, even like body creams. At the end of the day, you're rinsing them into the into the water. Like, um, it's just we don't we don't live on an island like everything we do affects everyone Mm. else affects every other animal um you know affects our family if we get if we get sick of course we suffer greatly but everyone around us will also suffer greatly so I think even if you don't do it for yourself you don't make these these better healthier decisions for yourself like look at your parents or your siblings or your children and just be like do I want them to have to look after me one day Mm. and it's like no I don't and yeah some things are out of hand but at least I know if I was to get ill 60, 70, 80 the people who are you know who have to look after me they will know that I did absolutely everything I knew at the time mm. to be as healthy and and yeah not, I, so I just never want to be a burden and like a lot of my choices as well it's just like when I'm 80, 90 I just don't want to be a burden on anyone and so I will do what I can knowing that there are some things out of my control to make sure that doesn't happen. And it is as simple as just using better makeup. Yeah. yeah. Well that's a good place to start It's anyway. a great place to start. Like I always say, it's like a starter drug. Yeah. You start looking into that and then you start looking into other things and there's no way back. Like I've got friends who... Are- They'll come to me and they're like, "I wish you didn't tell me this because now I can't live any other way." But I kind of hate it. Oh, I was like, "Sorry, yeah, you just need to stop talking to me." Then because yeah. this is all I talk about. I'm yeah. just so passionate about people just being happy and healthy, and and it yeah, it starts one choice at a time. It really does.
0: Okay, so can you give listeners, let's say, like maybe three or five. Um, things to look out for in the ingredients list mm-hmm. on their cosmetics like yeah you're like three bugbears like the worst yeah culprits um
1: so sodium lauryl sulfate sls probably the first one it's in i would say 90 percent of products so anything that foams so f- from face washes to like shampoos um it's a skin irritant for one so it's just not good for your skin and when combined with other chemicals that might also be in your product, it can actually produce a carcinogen. So it could potentially cause cancer. Um, I don't know why anyone still uses it. Like even mainstream brands now are saying like, oh we're SLS free. Mm. Um, they still have other crap in them. But um so that's the first one. And then Parapens. So anything like methyl parapen, anything that ends in parapen. Um, these are endocrine disruptors. And if your hormone system is out of whack, you have very little chance of feeling happy or healthy. Mm. Um, And again, obviously it causes all the cancers and whatnot. Um, Aluminium and deodorants, again, it blows my mind that they're still on the market. there's so many scientific studies that show um, aluminium and breast cancer tissue. Mm. So obviously your armpits are so close to your breasts, it kind of... It's a no-brainer. You don't need to... Yeah, you don't need to be a scientist to figure that out. Um, so it's those three. Again, for the health of your skin, I would say avoid anything that's a silicone or polymer. Um, there's thousands of them, but they all end in either polymer or... Um, or silicone or I always say if it sounds like something you would use in a DIY project Mm. just stay away from it yeah because it is actually the same polystyrene that is used in like bathrooms and you know because polymer is a like that's just plastic it's just plastic so if you're putting that on your face and then expecting to have good skin you're gonna be really really disappointed like there's no way that like clogging your pores with plastics day in day out is going to help your skin and some people I know of as soon as they've given up products with polymer, their skin is cleared up. That's the only change they had to make. They didn't have to change their diet. They didn't even have to go organic natural products, but just stop using um silicones and polymers. That's all they had to do.
0: Wow. Yeah, to clear up skin. It's amazing. And um in terms of like your hero product, mm-hmm. so if we were gonna give listeners like, let's say three really easy swaps. Yeah. Things that they can do today. Yeah. Really tangible um what would you what would you suggest you already mentioned evolve as one of your yeah. absolute faves i would say get yourself a good organic
1: jojoba oil that can be your face moisturizer it can be your body moisturizer you can use it to cleanse um that it does so many things you can put it in your hair as a hair mask before washing it's like almond oil the same or are you
0: jojoba oil is because it's the
1: closest to the sebum in your skin interesting yeah so even if you have oily skin putting that on your skin will give signals that your body can stop producing the extra sebum so I know people with oily skin are like no I don't want to put oil on it Mm -hmm. but it's actually it's gonna work way better than anything you know stringent or or whatever people use nowadays um so I'd get yeah so an organic oil can be used for anything Um,
0: I'd get a good balm. Um, so... Is that for, like, a moisturiser or for lip balm?
1: It can be lip balm, um, you know, if you've got dry elbows or straight hair. So I really like Uli's Ointment. Um, it's a great multi-purpose. Like, if I forget my hand cream, I'll just, like, massage some of that into my hand. Um, so again, that's multi-purpose. And it'll help you get rid of loads of, loads of, you know, unnecessary products. The third thing, I'm trying to think what my third thing would be. I guess what whatever piece of makeup you can't live without. We've all got that one thing that we just can't live without. So whether that be your eyebrows or your lipstick or blush, just swap out that one thing that you wear, even if you're just popping out. Yeah. Um. So for me, it's definitely bronzer. I love bronzer. Um. I use it as eyeshadow. Again, I'm multi-purpose everything. So I've got a good bronzer, but whatever is whatever is your one item, I would mm. say swap that one out straight away. Mm-hmm. Um again, if you head over to Instagram, if if we haven't done a post on it, just DM us, we reply to everyone and we'll help you find a good replacement.
0: And there's so many uh places to buy um natural cosmetics mm-hmm. these days. Um would you recommend going online or going somewhere like I think it's um Content Beauty, is like a yep. natural um store in the middle of London that yep. sells natural Everything, I think. Yeah, they do. They're great. Um, I
1: would definitely obviously makeup You kind of need to try in person. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Whole Foods, but even if you're near Whole Foods, just go and try the colors out mm. um, just to see what suits you. I, I mean, I'm I'm an online buyer for everything, clothes, cosmetics, everything. Mm. Um, but I obviously have quite a good idea of what suits me, and I'm happy to take the hit, knowing that I can give it to a friend if I buy a lipstick that doesn't suit me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I'm not too fussed about that. But yeah, content have everything pretty much
0: amazing. Yeah. So firstly, I'm feeling incredibly guilty about the shampoo that's currently upstairs in my bathroom. I'm going to go have, have to have a look. <laughs> Please do not go upstairs. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that I think a lot of people will be feeling the same thing as as me right now is that we know all of this. Mm -hmm. So why aren't we doing it? Like, I'm like 90% of the way. So like, why am I not at a hundred? So I think hopefully, I mean, here chatting to you today has really inspired me and hopefully will really inspire listeners to go and make those changes as well. Um, I just want to ask you the last three questions I ask everyone on the podcast. Um, The first is what's one thing in life you would change if you could?
1: Um, a bit woo-woo I guess a bit soppy but I think I would learn the skill and it is a skill to forgive much earlier on in my life I'm like a big believer and there's science to back it up that anger and resentment is probably is worse for your health than your favorite mac lipstick will ever be like (laughs) I love that no but it's true and it's something I really had to learn and I think it really eats you up and um And I just think, again, regarding energy levels, you can drink all the energy, you know, have all the green smoothies you want, get eight hours sleep. But if you're walking around and you're so like bitter and and angry and victimized, like you're you're never going to have the energy that you were born to have. Yeah. So this is something I've learned in the last few years. And I really wish I'd learned it, you know, 18, 19, 20 would have been great.
0: Amazing. Yeah. yeah, just, like, find the happiness. So important. Yeah, let go. Just let go of everything. Yeah, like, yeah definitely. And what's one thing you would change if you could? Um, now this can be in your life or it could be at the, you know, the world at large, whatever.
1: I wish money wasn't king. I really do. Nice. And we all need to make money. You know, I want a nice house one day. I want a nice car. I mean, I, you know, I live I live well, but, like... You know, we all have these dreams, and I just think if we were one grateful for what we have now, on an individual level, and then on a corporate level, if you know these people were making billions already, why do they need to keep making more and more more money? Like at some point, when do you, when do these people look at themselves and just think, okay, we can start investing in in better ingredients, like or we can we can lower our um our profits by by you know, taking care of people's health. Mm. I just think you, like all these people, they're billionaires, millionaires. And I just, I just, I personally, I could never imagine selling selling my soul that way. Like Dolphin and I do get approached by by companies, you know, offering us thousands of pounds to like pose for this and that. And we're like, we can't because we would never use this product. We would never mm. want it, anyone to think we were using this product. And so I just can't imagine not having that mindset when you've already got millions in the bank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like, OK, you, you wanted this for whatever reason, but just just chill out now and maybe put people over profits now. Mm. And I just think the whole world would just be so much better if everyone wasn't just so, you know, money hungry. And even from an individual level, like worrying about money, I'm like, why? Like there's enough to go around. There's no need to grab. There's no, you know, there's it's just it's OK. And if everyone could just like mm. relax and make you know family love like spirituality whatever it may be the number one priority Mm. but again culture music movies it's all about money right everything's about money yeah and I think until you switch that that off in your head and I haven't completely yet but it's gonna be very hard to to make choices that are genuinely for the best interest of yourself and everyone else when that's a factor
0: like impossible so Amazing. I'd like that to stop. Yeah, that's such a lovely answer. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and finally, the podcast is called State of Mind. Mm-hmm. What does State of Mind mean to you?
1: Um, I think State of Mind is your best self at any present moment. So in, in throughout the day, it will change. Right at eleven a.m., you might be killing it at a work meeting. But by 8 p.m., your best self is only capable of watching TV in front of the sofa, and that's okay. (laughs) Um, You know, it it just depends on so many things. It depends on, like, how well you slept last night, if you had a fight with your boyfriend, if you're chemically balanced, like, what you ate, are you thirsty? Like, there's so many factors involved in your state of mind. And I just think it'd be great if we all concentrated on building our state of mind, Mm. you know? Um, I mean, I don't know how much people know about this, but obviously the mind is something that's it's not, it's not tangible. Science hasn't been able to track down the mind. Like it's something that's so like special to us as a person There's, you know, we could take Grace and try and find her mind and you can't, no one in this world be able to find Grace's mind. It's yeah. something so special and so individual to you and it's your responsibility to feed it and give it what it needs um, and get rid of what it doesn't so that your state of mind at any point in time really will be your best self. Um, but also don't be too hard on yourself if yeah. all you can do one day is just watch TV all day. Like, that's fine too. Like Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why I think state of mind is, yeah, just whoever we are in that in that moment.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Ariane. this has been so great. I feel like we've all learned lots. And I think the takeaway is to, you know, yes, do be scared by this, but also be positive. Don't feel overburdened. Make the small changes you can make to live a more toxin-free lifestyle
1: absolutely just one change at a time yeah um and see how you go yeah amazing thank you so
0: much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me thank you so much for tuning back into state of mind i really hope you enjoyed this episode with arianne that's it for this week but i'll be back same time same place mondays with a brand new episode bye-bye